The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Now it's time for our weekly travel slot and this week's destination is a Spanish road trip and let's start with Bilbao and San Sebastian and let's talk about both with uh, Sarah Slattery from travelexpert.ie um, Firstly, Sarah, um, how do people get there? Are there regular flights? Um, are there ferries to the north of Spain? Hi, Frank. Um, yeah, I think the the main reason why it's such a popular, um, uh, so popular th- this summer is because there is a new sailing, there are new ferry service from Rosler to Bilbao, um, and it's a brand new ship, so it's kind of got that whole kind of a cruise vibe. It's about thirty hours, um, and it's a you know it's a, a brand new ship. So it's with Brittany Ferries that operates twice weekly, and there's pet c- uh, friendly cabins on board, and it's just a really nice. Um, I suppose it's something different we're all looking for new experiences and to be able to um you know pack up the car and bring your wine back i heard you're uh, talking about wine there um you know and just just bring the car with you do a spanish road trip and um, by ferry is, is something new so that that's that's a big thing for this year but there are direct flights when i did it i did it a few years ago uh, and i flew to bilbao Aer Lingus fly daily to bilbao there's also flights um to baritz uh, so a lot of people uh, what i did i that that's with reiner we flew into Bilbao and flew out of Beirut. So lots of different options. There's flights to Santander as well uh, from Dublin. So there's loads of different ways you can get there. Um, but certainly the ferry is the is certainly uh, taking a lot of attention at the moment. Yeah, as you say, it, it takes about 30 hours uh, on the ferry. But the advantage is obviously that you can bring the car and you can also bring the dog or the cat or whatever you have in yourself yeah. because it is pet friendly as well, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. And it's just, it's just something different, you know, for, for people who want to try it. And, you know, a lot of people will be familiar with the cities, Bilbao and San Sebastian, but actually, you know, what I really, really enjoyed was just driving into La Rioja. It's about an hour uh, south of Bilbao. And, you know, we often hear people talking about Tuscany and Chianti and the, the gorgeous vineyards in, in Italy. And actually, La Rioja is absolutely, is equally as beautiful. There's, they've got all those gorgeous hilltop villages. You've got loads of different wineries. You can do wine tasting. So there's loads of different options mm-hmm. from around there. You've also got cities like Pamplona, which I, we didn't get to visit. So, you know, there's just so many options. And I think that's what, what makes it so appealing. Specifically then in relation to Bilbao, lots to do there when you get there. The Guggenheim, I assume, is a must visit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and if you are flying, I suggest, um, you, if you're flying, flying into Bilbao, I would suggest you wait until you st- sp- spend a couple of nights there and then pick up your car mm. because there's plenty to do in the city. The Guggenheim absolutely is a must visit, even from the outside. If you're not an art lover, you can't help but be blown away. Uh, the titanium panels on the outside reflect the lights of the city. So no matter when you visit, it looks different. Uh, no matter what time of day you're there, it really is an in- incredible building. And then of course, for our Art lovers, what you have inside. I mean, you could easily spend the day there. We had the kids with us, so it wasn't something that we, you know, it's it's not as interactive as some museums. Obviously, they can't touch and things like that. So it's not, I suppose, the best place I've ever been to with kids. But mm. certainly, you can't miss it. You absolutely have to visit there. They might be um, terrified of that giant spider as well um, out the back of yeah. the museum. Yeah, I mean, look, there is a lot of things that is dramatic. They, you know, we we love it, and they will get um, enjoyment. They will be amazed by some of the sculptures. I think there's a playground there as well, and mm. um, so there, there's enough to keep them busy for a couple of hours, certainly. Uh, but the city itself is really walkable. It's really lovely to um, 
explore. There's a funicular, three-minute funicular ride up to um, Mount Arshanda and you can see great views of the city from there. But uh, for me, the real heart of it is the food, is the pintos, which are the, the Basque version of tapas. Now you're, um, now you're talking because it, it is that particular region, the Basque region, is renowned for its for its food and wine. So where would you recommend people go to have these pinchos or a bite to eat in Bilbao? Yeah, there's a lovely square there called Plaza Nueva. It's a, it dates back to 1820 and there's arches and a colonnade and there's loads of uh, pinto bars in between it. And like you can pick up um, a glass of wine and a pinto. A, pin, they're, they're, a lot of them are quite a little bit bigger, you'll see, than, than a, a small tapa. Like they could be anything. They could be a, a, a risotto or a bowl of meatballs or something for three euro. Mm. So, you know, you can get your literally two glasses of wine and your lunch for six euro. Um, and there'll be nice wine as well. So it's really, really great value. Um, and I mean, it's it's similar type of experience in in San Sebastian, but I found even Bilbao is probably a little bit more uh, reasonably priced. So definitely um great spot to go to for food lovers, for art lovers. And you've got beaches nearby as well. Okay. There's also um, another really interesting place um, that's about 40 minutes drive from Bilbao that we went to, uh, San Juan de, oh God, I'm going to pronounce, Gastelugache. It's a legendary uh, chapel. It was, it, it, I don't know if you're a Game of Thrones fan, but it was the island fortress um, of Dragonstone. Oh, yes. In, in, yes, yeah. yes, yes, I know and exactly what that, you're talking about. Yeah, well, that is re- that we we walked out to that as well. It, you'd want to allow about three hours, but it's absolutely fabulous. You can literally walk through the man-made stone bridge right out to the chapel, and it's a stunning setting. And is, and is it mobbed well. now, Sarah, with Game of Thrones fans? Has that really kicked off tourism in the area? Because it looks spectacular in any of the any of the footage that you'll see on the show. Yeah, no, I have to say, well, when we were there, we actually went for the October midterm, so it was very quiet. But um, I suppose it's probably like most places, you know, July, August, kids off school, mm. it's going to be busy. But um, a lot of people don't seem to know about it or know where it is or that it's there. Um, so certainly when we were there, it was, it was particularly quiet. But I would imagine um, if you're going in July, August, yeah, you'd want, you'd be, want to uh, be prepared for crowds, all right. Okay, um, moving on then, one of my favourite words in the Spanish language is Rioja. And this is <laughs> too far from Bilbao either, is it? No, you can drive uh, 90 minutes to, down to the to Larry Oak itself, but we stayed in a little town about 60 minutes away called um, Tehran. And this gorgeous hotel, this, this is typical of the type of hotels you find there. They're like kind of like big mansions that were, you know, originally, this one is called the Teatriso, and it was originally a theatre, then it was a cinema, and then it was home to the Italian army during the war. So, like, it's, they all have these fascinating stories, and they're usually like our kind of Irish like Irish B&Bs, you know, nice couples who run them and with honest bars and things like that. And of course, you have lots of wineries to try. And there are really loads of um, gorgeous little hilltop towns and villages to explore in Rioja. We only stayed a night and I really wish we had longer. Mm. Um, loads of wineries like Campo Vieca is there, Moog, a lot of the ones that the household names are there and you can do tours of those. Okay. We took a tour of a place called Bohadal, which is a small family run winery. And they like, they let the kids, you know, paint uh, or make their own wine labels and they give them grape juices to taste while you're tasting wine and, you know, really, really got them involved. It was a fabulous experience. Really, really. I've been to plenty of wineries now, but that was one that really stands out how they, they, even in, in harvest season, they let kids pick the grapes and crush the wow. grapes and stuff like that. So it was, a, it was a really good experience as well. Oh, that sounds like fun. I'd like to get involved in that myself. Um, <laughs> finally, we're almost out of time. But finally, then I want to ask you about San Sebastian. It's about a two hour drive from La Rioja. And if it's good enough for Spanish royalty, it's good enough for us. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's probably on most people's wish lists, you know, um, and because we don't have flights there, usually people would fly into Bilbao or Baritz to get there. Um, but this is a lovely way to do it if you have a car. You can also drive through Pamplona um, on the way if you want to stop there. And it's it's only an hour from Bilbao. So if you weren't doing Rioja, you could still do San Sebastian and Bilbao together. Um, but it's renowned for its food. I think it's the most Michelin star restaurants per square metre in the world. The, the, the most is 19 of them in total. But again, it's the 200 or so Pinto bars that will blow you away and this gorgeous beach that's in the city. I mean, it's a fabulous beach and it's in a city. So you've got that whole fabulous atmosphere of the buzz, all the outdoor seating, everybody enjoying their tapas um, and you've got a beach there as well. So it's kind of one of those cities that has everything um, and definitely uh, shouldn't be missed if you're if you're in that neck of the woods. Sounds fantastic. Uh, Sarah Slashery from thetravelexpert.e. Thank you very much for that. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today FM.